We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We have a mic and you have a phone. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit superbook.com. City, what up, what up, what up? It's a hoops night. Keep McPherson on the fan till 2 a.m. Your nighttime host, keeping an eye on LeBron James, of course. He's chasing history. I'm watching the game right now. He's 28 points away from breaking Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's all-time scoring record. It's going to happen tonight. They're going to see to it in the house that Kobe built. Another Kobe disciple, Cam Thomas. Set some records of his own, make some history of his own in Brooklyn as the Nets lose to the Suns. They lose back-to-back nights. We'll talk about what happened with Ben Simmons and uh, the Nets as they're still awaiting Dorian Finney-Smith and Spencer Dinwiddie to step on the court. The Knicks go down to Orlando and handle business. They were down, but that's the game they were supposed to win, and they get it done. And as you look at the standings and as you look at our two teams here in New York, they are on a collision course for the Monday after the Super Bowl. The Knicks get another win. The Nets lose another game. And when you're looking at the upcoming schedules, there's a chance here that if the Nets lose Thursday against the Bulls, if the Nets lose Saturday against the Sixers, and let's say the Knicks handle business and beat the Sixers, beat the Jazz, Monday, these records are going to be pretty close. And that means they're going to be close in the standings, and that's going to be fun as the Nets have beat the Knicks nine times in a row. The Knicks got to be feeling like, okay, Kevin Durant isn't going to play. There's some new pieces. Our time is Monday to finally beat the Nets and break that streak and not let that go to 10. But let's focus on the games tonight. You know, that... uh. Magic team, they're young, they're scrappy, they have a few different guys that can score it, they got a few different guys that have confidence in their game. Obviously, they have the Rookie of the Year, who I think is going to win Rookie of the Year, and Paolo Banchero from Duke, top pick. And the the Knicks held him to under 20 points tonight. He had 16, and Markel Fultz got his 20 points, but it wasn't like Franz Wagner or Wendell Carter Jr., any of those guys were having big nights. On the Knicks side, it's good to see a guy like Julius Randle doing what he's supposed to do consistently, Jalen Brunson doing what he's supposed to do, making the right decisions and the right plays, and not letting a game like that slip away. I think they were down as much as 12. And when I say Julius Randle doing what he's supposed to do, 
He's giving you 20-plus points a night, but it's also the rebounds, 14 rebounds. He's a man out there amongst boys, literally amongst young boys. And Jalen Brunson being the quarterback, being the point guard, doing what he's supposed to do, only five assent, only five assists, but still getting them in the right plays and scoring the ball, leading all scorers for the Knicks. You got IQ with 18 off the bench. You can't be mad at that. You go to Orlando, you handle business against a team that you absolutely should beat. The Orlando Magic are the 13th place team in the East at 22 and 33. And like I said about the Knicks and the Nets here, obviously there's a ton of news around the Nets today. Kyrie Irving met the media in Dallas. Um, If anybody wants to talk about his comments and what he said, I'll indulge you. As a Nets fan, I've moved on, but it's still fresh. It's still in the news, and he did speak on his time in Brooklyn. And uh, I think we have the audio here. I heard it on Carton and Roberts. Maybe we'll get that queued up before we talk about it. But, yeah, the Nets are 32-22. and The New York Knicks are 30-26. and Both teams have two more games before they play each other. So let's say uh, the Nets lose two and the Knicks win two. That's going to set up for an interesting matchup uh, Monday after the Super Bowl in the Garden. Now, with LeBron and the Lakers, I think, you know, with the amount of money that people paid to be at this game tonight, they're going to try and get it done. But OKC, that's another young, scrappy team with some guys out there that can play They're playing for their pride. They don't want to be in the forever highlight. But, you know, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is in there. Uh, LeBron's mom, they flew her back from vacation. There's so much hype, so much attention around it. He's got 28 points to go. We're at the end of the first quarter with about 50 seconds here. I think they get it done tonight, and I think that they see to it. LeBron's actually checking back into the game. Get eyes on that. It's history. It's honestly a record that I don't think anybody thought would be broken. But as you watch LeBron through his career, really later in his career, we started to zero in on this could be done. I mean, the other night I talked about LeBron, and I said he's a GOAT. And I I don't like to indulge in the GOAT conversation of whether he's the GOAT over Jordan. Jordan is his own GOAT in his own right. They're different players. They're different guys. But when... I look at LeBron, I think what we have to say about LeBron is that he's the most decorated basketball player. He is the best living basketball player on this planet. When you think about the time that we heard of him in high school and what he's been able to do on and off the court, the example he set, the uh, businessman that he became, and the fact that he's still playing at 38 and breaking records and he's not showing any signs of looking to retire or slow down or not be competitive. He's still LeBron. He's adapted his game, and uh, we've never seen anything like this. I think this is a night where we should give LeBron his flowers, no matter what you want to say about how the league has changed or him flopping or him jumping from different teams uh, or him only having four rings and maybe one Mickey Mouse ring. When you look at all the things he's done offensively, defensively, All-Stars, MVPs, championships, different eras, arguably beating the the best team ever assembled and, uh, you know, still doing what he's doing right now. I think LeBron James is the most decorated basketball player and the greatest basketball player to ever play. You know, MJ is the GOAT, but, like, I'm not arguing that. It's, It's different. When you look at MJ on the floor, he was a killer, but, like, MJ stepped out. MJ went to play baseball. You know, MJ retired. Like, MJ did some other things off the court 
that uh, you know people don't look at him in the same light as LeBron. So I am a, a MJ fan because I came into watching the NBA when Michael Jordan was everything and the Bulls were winning championships. But I'm old enough to have watched LeBron's whole career and understand that there can be more than one GOAT and in you know different ways and different arguments, they can share that GOAT title. Um, LeBron is LeBron. Jordan is Jordan. I also put Kobe in that GOAT conversation, and uh, I'm sure that's going to get some people to call 877-337-6666. Like I said, I don't care to indulge you in the back and forth between uh, Jordan or LeBron. I think there's room for both. I think we'll get to a spot in the... Uh, you know, history of the NBA where we realized they both were great in different eras. And uh, really, LeBron did more um, in his time, and he's not done. He's, he's still got a lot more to do. He's not going to go play baseball. He's not going to hang it up. And if he gets another ring, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, Hoops Night, Knicks fans, call me up. Tell me what you saw. Tell me how you're feeling about your team. Nets fans, call me up. Tell me what you saw. Tell me what you're feeling about your team. I mean, I'll tell you. As a Nets fan, I watched more of the Nets game than the Knicks game. I had an eye on the Knicks game, and I just knew that they weren't going to lose to Orlando. Um, and it came down to the end of the game where the Knicks didn't collapse. And they're also on the road, right? They're going to win that game on the road. It might have been a little different in the Garden. But looking at the the Nets tonight, that's the second half of a back-to-back. And this group of Brooklyn Nets was expecting Spencer Dinwiddie and Dorian Finney-Smith to play. It's Tuesday. They were traded over here Sunday. I expected them to play. I went to the game last night and had full intentions on going back to BC today. I didn't go because I'm like, Ben Simmons? All right, they're saying Ben Simmons is back in for the Kylie Jenner Bowl or Kendall Jenner Bowl. Devin Booker returned tonight as well. Those are uh, two of her ex-boyfriends. So (laughs) Ben Simmons, I'm just good on. I hope that they can trade him somehow. They say he has no value, but like this guy showed up worse than he was when he left. And this Nets team still took this Suns team to the wire, to the final seconds. That's the team that KD wants to go to, or that's the team that's pursuing Kevin Durant. They certainly could use him if the Nets are able to throw together uh, Royce O'Neal, Joe Harris, Nick Claxton, Cam Thomas, and Ben Simmons in their starting five. Ben Simmons is dumpster juice. He finishes with two points, six assists, four rebounds, checks out of the game with like seven minutes left. This guy, I've never seen a guy that can't wait to get off the floor as much as Ben Simmons. I've never seen a, a NBA player that just refuses to shoot or take open shots more than Ben Simmons. It sucks that the Nets were dumb enough to trade and uh, bring him in here, but it is what it is. Uh, it was great to see TJ Warren get buckets. He's getting back. Um, it was great to see Nick Claxton score. It was great to see Cam Thomas score. This is history. He's the youngest guy to ever have three 40-point games in a row, and it makes you think, right? Everyone joked about Cam Thomas never smiling. And uh, Scoop B asked him, how come you never never smile? And he says, because there ain't nothing funny. And that's the edited version, right? So he's on the end of the bench. This guy was getting DNPs this year, but he's a bucket. And Nets fans have known that because we saw him from the summer league two years ago going crazy. We, we know Cam can score the basketball. And he's had two years with KD and Kyrie, two elite scorers in their own right, to learn and to work on his own game. And now you're seeing it, right? And now you're understanding why the Nets get a trade request from Kyrie Irving and they don't try and force him to do anything. They don't wait on anything. They work through the whole weekend. Oh, you make a trade request 
2 o'clock on a Friday. We'll hit the phones. We'll get this done in 48 hours. And it was. And then that frees up space for Cam Thomas to step on the floor and show the world he's an NBA player as well. He's ready, right? In his second year, he's NBA ready. You've seen him do this now against three different teams. He's not a fluke. I'm sure he's going to come back down to earth some. But the Nets got one with that young man and Nick Claxton. Two guys that they've drafted. The Nets are going to try and keep KD happy. I don't think there's enough time for them to actually be able to get the right trade package for Kevin Durant. Like, I just feel like you need so much, especially going from what we saw uh, with him requesting the trade in the summer and what they traded for Rudy Gobert between the Jazz and the Timberwolves. I just don't see them coming up with the trade package, but who knows? Who knows? Maybe Sean Marks is working on it, or maybe KD is going to finish out the rest of the season, but I do feel like KD's going to want out of here. I heard Evan talking about it today. I, I definitely agree with him. Like, I don't think KD finishes his career here because I think there's just going to be differences in opinions and, uh, you know, things that he doesn't see eye to eye with with Sean Marks or Joe Sy and the organization, and he's late in his career, and he's going to want to go somewhere that's ready to win now. I think that's Brooklyn, but I'm biased. I think that the Nets have enough talent to compete this year. They're in fourth place. Do I think that they'll be able to compete with the Celtics and the Bucks and the Sixers? I don't know. We'll see how they gel. But none of that happens without Kevin Durant. None of that happens without KD. So if KD buys in, sure, drive the bus, KD. If not, then I don't know. I don't expect Spencer Dinwiddie and Cam Thomas to be able to compete with the top teams in the East that have superstar talent and that are there every year. 877-337-6666. The Islanders won tonight. Bo Horvat scores in his first game at UBS. Shout out to the Isles fans. We'll talk about that. The Yankees released their non-roster invitees for spring training. Um, there's some more NFL news around hirings, Aaron Rodgers, and you know I'll find a way to sprinkle some conversation in around baseball. We'll, we'll do a lot tonight. You got me till 2 a.m. Call me up. Keep McPherson on the fan. I'll be right back. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.